Thank you, Lord. All right. You know how Byron's been talking about recently spiritual DNA? You know what I'm talking about? Well, you know, there's probably no single person on the planet that has probably given as much of that spiritual DNA as our guest with us tonight, Arthur Burt, right? And uh, not only that, but Arthur Burt is probably the single most quoted individual in this church. I, I've grown up in the faith listening to Jim Hill give one Arthurism right after the other, followed by Byron, you know, followed by Chuck and Janet, probably followed by Charlie. In the way, you know, all those who kind of grew up in the Lord under Arthur's ministry. And, uh, you know, we want to really honor you tonight, Arthur, for that. And uh, just being used as a vessel of the Lord. And uh, honor him as a father. And for my generation, I guess, even though I don't know him that well directly, it feels like the legend of a grandfather. You know, and now for my kids, a great-grandfather, you know, generation in the faith. So having said that, we want to just go ahead and have the ushers come up and um, take up an offering for Brother Arthur and just really bless him and uh, honor him and let the Lord bestow upon him an amazing favor for his for these years, right, that he's in. So Lord, we just thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for the richness that you've poured out through Arthur and your kingdom, Lord, and we just pray God, just a mighty uh, blessing, a provision upon him, his ministry, his family, um, all involved around him, Lord. And God, we just we just plant the seed and ask you to water it and grow it up, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. All right, and uh, I want to say too one thing. I really have this sense tonight. Okay, I want you to hear me because I think this is really important. I have this sense recently that the Lord is wanting to re, He's wanting us to redig some ancient wells of revival. Okay? How many people believe that? You know, over the years I've become aware through a few different individuals of some, of wells of revival from, that go all the way back really a hundred years ago to Azusa Street that are right here in our community directly. Even further back than that, the Second Great Awakening, right down in some different intersections here in our community. There were, Chug was talking about this the other night at Cheryl's Ford, upwards of 10,000 people that would come by horse and buggy to the Cheryl's Ford crossing to a mighty outpouring of the Spirit. And um, recently in our school of ministry, a couple weeks ago, we were, I've been studying Jonathan Edwards and his doctrine of revival, which has really been lost by the church. It's really a shame. You don't find these in the uh, systematic theology books. But the great father of revival, Jonathan Edwards himself, wrote a whole doctrine on this. But here's one thing I wanted to mention about this because I think this is a big key. In 1736, the first wave of revival hit this little, this pretty small community of Northampton, Massachusetts. And Jonathan Edwards wrote that there were, he credited two things the Lord did that really brought this wave, ushered in the wave. First of all, the conversion of an immoral certain young woman. Okay, a dramatic salvation, I guess. And secondly, a series of messages that he preached on justification by faith. And as we came across that in class, the Holy Spirit just spoke to my heart. And I, and I just said to the students, I said, where was justification by faith? When did it become a really powerful tool that the Lord used to bring in revival? 200 years roughly prior to that at the Protestant Reformation. 
right? That was the whole deal, justification by faith. So the Lord was just showing me what Jonathan Edwards did, intentional or unintentional, I don't know, is he began to preach this, and as he did, it unclogged some ancient wells of revival. And uh, this week, as we were preparing it for Arthur to come, you know, I just felt the Lord stirring that in me. So I don't know how, what, what this looks like or whatever, but I just want to say, even as you guys come up here, Arthur and Steve, that um, I'm just believing that God is going to be, is, is unlocking through us, okay, because He's going to use each one of us. He's unlocking and redigging some of those wells of revival, amen? So uh, just let that sense of anticipation rise in your spirit, amen? So let's give these guys a big hand, yeah. One day, I was walking along a main road to a poster my eyes were directed. It was announcing a play at a place on the way. And I thought I was surely mistaken. But I looked once again. And I saw very plain. It was entitled, The Sorrows of Satan. Oh, I'm glad Satan, sorry, he's sorry, I'm glad. He oft was so happy when I was so sad. (laughs) He delighted to think I was one of his own. But now I can say he's mistaken. (laughs) For I am so happy as one would I go. Satan no longer has power over me. While trusting in Jesus. I know I shall be counted one of the sorrows of Satan. I believe God, by the Holy Spirit, is going to do something tremendous here tonight. The Holy Spirit of truth. This could be one of the greatest moments in your lifetime tonight. 
if God gives revelation on something he's just sung. Satan no longer has power over me. Now, just quickly, let's be really truthful here, okay? Because we won't get anywhere if we're not in truth. But how many people have had problems with the devil this week? Wow. This potentially is going to be a great night. Because Satan, we're going to deal you a blow that you will never again have power over these people. By God's grace and mercy, I believe there's something here tonight that will be life-changing. You remember how Jesus said, Satan comes and he finds nothing in me. Didn't Jesus say, all power is given unto me? Yeah? So how much power has Satan got? Okay. So let's examine it a bit then. How come he can affect my life if he doesn't have any power? Well, the only power he has is a permitted power to deceive the people of God. Okay? Which means, now, none of us are in all truth yet. Okay? No one's going to be foolish enough to say they are, are they? No. None of us have arrived yet. So therefore, that means we are all, in some measure, in error. Yeah? And I believe tonight we can trade some of the lies we're believing for truth. Yeah? Now the lie is the child of the devil. That's what Jesus told the Pharisees. He says, you are of your father the devil and the father of lies. So, just like in a divorce situation, yeah? the courts will give the father the legal right to visit his children. And God will give the devil a legal right to visit me where I'm believing a lie. So all I've got to do is find out where that lie is. Now fear is always built on a lie. God hasn't given us the spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and a sound mind. And the devil can do nothing about it. Look at this. You and I are created in the image of God. He's a creator. And you know what? He's given you and I the power to create by words of life. But the devil can't create. You know what a eunuch is? Well, he's been castrated at Calvary. The devil has lost his power to create. That's why he needs you and me to believe a lie. So that he can come and affect our lives. But if we are walking 
in as much truth as the Holy Spirit has shown us, then Satan comes and he finds nothing in me. That's what Jesus said. He was the full expression of truth. I think that's wonderful. I think that's a good place to start tonight, yeah? yeah. Amen. Satan no longer has power over me. He is a defeated enemy. Amen. Satan has no power over me. Let it sink in. Do not hurry over this part of the meeting. Rather enjoy the salvation of God, which is complete against the devil. Yes. It is a generally accepted situation that the people of God. do not really accept the complete, absolute power of God over the devil. Why did those hands go up tonight? On what ground dare you insult the living God? Do you not recognize this? That anybody at all who dares to insult the living God will do it by impudently defying the living God. On what basis did you lift your hand up tonight? Well, yeah, well, what? Quite a number of people still have devil problems. But if it be true that the power of the devil is defeated 
now. <clears throat> he is not going to be defeated. At Calvary, he was defeated. Amen. Do you accept that? Yes. Well, what's your hand going up for? <laughs> Why did you lift your hand, whoever you were, wherever you are, tonight by insulting the living God? which you do by making the devil what? What power has the Son of God in this situation? Oh, get a move on. No, no. No, no. Nothing to hurry about. If you get rid of the devil once and for all, by his power, where you have impudently lifted your hand in defiance against the living God, In a meeting like this, should there be anyone's hand lifted in defiance? Against God. Don't you see what it means? Anyone at all who lifts their hand up, you are declaring something you don't want to believe, but maybe you are still believing that the devil has an ability to touch you are alive. No, no, no. No need to hurry. This could be vital for some people here tonight. The power of the devil was broken at Calvary. Have you accepted that? Has this entered into your revelation that Jesus Christ broke the power of the devil? Hallelujah. 
Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear what? Are there strains of rebellion still lingering in you along this line that tonight you may recognize once and forevermore the devil's power is broken. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you recognize this? That the Son of God broke the power of the devil. What do you believe about the devil? Have you settled it? His power has gone. He does not have the ability over your life. The Lord Jesus Christ, he said, what did he say? All power is given unto All power is given unto me. Now, do you believe that? Have you actually entered into a condition and a spiritual attitude where you recognize the power of the devil is eternally broken? What do you believe? Would you agree with me? Well, it depends. What do you believe? I believe this, that the Son of God is not going to break, but has broken the power of the devil. I'll stop there. I'll come again. This is this is Hebrews two fourteen. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise, that's the Lord Jesus took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had, notice the tense, that had the power of death, that is, the devil, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. When Jesus said at Calvary, it is finished, he had completed the destruction of Satan. Hallelujah. 
reach me that, that thing, would you? Look out. Ooh, hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hello. Hello. And who are you? I'm Stephen. You are Stephen. Well, he's Stephen. Good to meet you, Stephen. <laughs> Amen. Two Steves. Are there any more in the meeting? Amen. Well, let's go around here. The meeting's still completely going on. Don't feel that you were left out. God put you in. Amen. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Hello, hello, hello. What are you doing with your hat on? <laughs> hallelujah. Fair enough. Amen. Jesus Christ has broken, ooh, hallelujah, something in your life that shall never, ever touch you again. Yeah. From this hour, you have been damned of God with an eternal blessing <laughs> that shall so assail you, besiege you, You'll never be the same again. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. Amen. You got left by. Amen. Sorry, we can't give you all the same. Hello, hello, hello. Who are you? Dustin. Dustin. 
What's that mean? <laughs> I'll tell you something. From tonight, get a new name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah. Stephen's a good one. <laughs> Amen. Well, I think we are all better for a little visit from the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he is able in one swoop to put everybody in and leave nobody out. Amen. You didn't all have what you might have had. The disciples on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Ghost fell upon them. They had all things in common, hallelujah, including the Holy Ghost. Touch me, Lord, wherever you are in this meeting. Yes. You amen. don't need me to touch you. Mm. You do need the Holy Ghost to touch you. Hallelujah. God, put your hand upon everyone in this meeting. God, don't leave, don't leave, please, don't leave anybody out. Hallelujah. Give them all. At this moment, the anointing of God. Hallelujah. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Right, well, so much for that. What's coming next? Mm. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, anoint your people, mm. touch them. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Isn't Jesus wonderful? Hallelujah. Is there anyone here? And you have never, ever asked God to specifically touch you. Nobody else, just you. You'll rise to your feet, you'll stand up and say, Lord, touch me now. Who's the first? Nobody. Did you not get that right? <laughs> I thought you'd all been shouting and, and uh, oh, please, God, have mercy upon us. Touch us, Lord. 
breathe upon us. Yeah. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, yeah. oh, hallelujah. Touch me in this meeting, Lord. Mm, hallelujah. If you don't need a touch, I do. Hallelujah. Oh, Amen. bless you. Go on, Hallelujah. the rest of you can all sit Hallelujah. down. You are the one. Hallelujah. You're the one. Mm. She's got it. Hallelujah. What she's got is her business before the living God. Sit down, sister. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, Touch me, Lord. Oh, God. Break every fetter. And let me enjoy Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody touched me. Somebody touched me. Oh, somebody touched my soul while I was help me somebody touched me with to enter into a new realm a glorious realm where the Holy Ghost shall do what he likes with who he likes at the moment that he likes to do it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ooh, hallelujah. Amen. I like a meeting that has no limitation. I like a meeting where I don't know what's going to happen next. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> Father, Amen. Amen. <coughs> Glory to God. Amen. Oh, Jesus, please, God, deliver us. Loosen us up. Hallelujah. Break us, Lord. Cause something to happen with every one of us. Well, Jesus, you just don't know what's going to happen next. You didn't know what was going to happen to you tonight. But the Holy Ghost rests upon you. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. You thought you were too far away. God's not too far from any of us. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus, have your way. Touch us, Lord. Get a hold of us somehow or the other. Please, Hallelujah. Oh, I don't know what's going to happen next, brother, to you. He doesn't know what's going to happen next. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Father, put your hand upon this brother and cause a breakage in his life that shall produce as never before the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Is it a brother who's playing the guitar here? Could you come and, and just play something, brother? It's very simple. You just give me a G on it, yeah? I know you'll be able to follow it. It's easy. <laughs> 